Silhouette Zero, Episode 44, Ota Bombad, The Dim City. While trying to locate a rare plant in the waters of Naboo for Trixel, Click, Tazi, and Jinko battle Imperial Stormtroopers. They are soon saved by a group of Gungans, but then taken prisoner. What motivation do these Gungans have? And can Click handle being deep below the water? Hey everyone, welcome back to Silhouette Zero, the podcast where all your dreams come true. Okay, it's just a... It's just me, Chris, and there's Matt. Hi. Man, your intros are getting weirder. I'm sorry, I'm getting bored with them. Last we left off, Click and Company had just met a Gungan. A very scary Gungan, who had skewered several stormtroopers. Uh, the destiny pool is currently four, uh, four... I almost said four white. Four white side. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. This is going to get us in trouble. Four light side and two dark side. <laughs> Um, and, uh, as Barhook said, you should be using the bongo. So everyone who's seen episode one remembers the bongo. It's basically the stingray thing with the squid tentacles on the back. And of course, everyone has seen episode one because that is exactly how you start Star Wars from the very beginning. It's one. It goes first. (laughs) Yes. Um, and of course... This bongo, however, has seen definitely seen better days. One of the lights doesn't work. Um, and there's a kind of frightening moment when the Gungans are trying to get the uh, air shield up. And it's like not really going. And uh, it makes Tazi very nervous for a few minutes. And then they finally figure it out. And you're going into the deep, deep waters of Naboo. Um, how are you feeling, Click? Not great. <laughs> so, um, uh, I would, what is... I would, wait, wait, before we do that... I would uh, argue this constitutes a fear check. Go for it. Because um, my discipline is rubbish. But you can use cool on a fear check. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, I guess it makes sense. Keep your cool. All that. I just like that the hotshot has that as a skill and that you have boosted that skill. What, that they have cool? I feel, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, lots of jobs have cool but or discipline, but I don't feel like anyone ever spends any like points in there oh yeah no i think you know? that that was my favorite thing about the hotshot class is that cool was like your primary stat for a lot of things <laughs> right and that's what really called to me okay uh i'm gonna say that, that he is having to deal with something very afraid because uh, yeah. he's underwater which is a major threat to one's safety and moderate fear for one's life yeah so it's a cool against three purple a hard check okie doke Versus two yellow and one green. Failure but an advantage. Uh, okay. So what is the advantage here? He's afraid. He doesn't like being in here. Yeah. Um, I'll say the advantage is that he doesn't show it. It's all internal terror. Uh, and how does he deal with internal terror? I have my uh, my interpretation, but I want to see what you say about it. He gets really fidgety. Yeah, I was going to say he probably doesn't stop talking. Yeah. No, he gets really twitchy about everything. Like he he's a he's in that mode where he just bounces his leg constantly and like starts talking about things and like he's always moving his head around while when he looks. Mm-hmm. Oh, and by the way, so because you failed this fear check, you have a black to everything. Okay. Uh, while you're underwater, until like you know the situation warrants, you can ask to, to re-roll the check at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll do it when it makes sense. <laughs> okay. 
so uh, what what is he talking about as you're floating around? A Gungan pilot is very irritated that he has to shuttle you around. <laughs> Let me take a deep breath here. So underwater, huh? I do this a lot. I mean, it's kind of scary, isn't it? I mean, it's really dark. You think it wouldn't be so dark? I mean, water being so clear and all, especially Naboo, your water is always so pristine. But hey, do you... How familiar are you with the local um, fauna, as it were? I'm a little concerned about what your uh, fish situation's like down here. I mean, do you get a lot of big fish, a lot of little fish? Do you eat the fish? Do you have things to prevent the big fish from getting you? I mean, I really don't Click. understand. Click. Yeah, Tazi, what's up? Do you want to? Do you, do you have a question? Why are you freaking out? How is this any different than space? I'm not Dark. freaking out. You're freaking out. You can't breathe. You're in a... Tazi, you're... control yourself. I'm fine. It's just water. It's just like being in a spaceship. It's not like being in a spaceship. Are you still going to be talking the whole time? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> no one said I couldn't. If this pilot had a strain threshold, he would be taking some damage <laughs> right now. <laughs> So as you're chatting away about all sorts of things, like how does the bongo work, and you know, when's the last time you had when's the last time you had this thing safety certified? <laughs> you see in front of you a domed city, but this domed city is nothing like the pristine Gungan villages of Episode One. The first thing you notice is that this dome is set against what looks to be a massive crater. Uh, and this underwater crater has, hanging along the side, another half of a dome, which looked like it was once standing upright and connected to the dome that you see. Uh, there's even a bridge hanging beneath it, waiting to connect to another dome, which is completely non-existent. There's all sorts of parts and debris strewn across that section of the crater. Uh, if you want to know more about it, you could roll something if you wanted. Hmm. I can't see any conceivable way why Click would know anything. Okay, right. The main dome looks intact, but it's very, very dim. Um, the lighting in it is not the bright beacon that Otaganga was in episode one. It's as if someone had took a dimmer switch and cranked it Wait, all it, the way is down. Is that the name of the city? Otaganga? Yeah. Yeah. You the know one in episode one. You know the name of the Gungan city in episode one? I I know lots of things. I mean, so do I, but I don't know the Gungan City in episode one. Uh, anyway, continue. Okay. You see sparkles of light, though. Beacons, as if there are light sources within the buildings that people are using to huddle around. You see above you the other Gungans who were part of the strike team, including Barhook. Uh, and they're just swimming. Uh, the bongo reaches the air shield and goes up into an airlock. The airlock is basically abandoned. There's no one there to meet the, meet you. There's no guard. There's no technician. There's barely a single light hanging from the, the ceiling to dimly illuminate the room. Although you, with your Chadrafan eyes, are you're fine. Yeah. Did they take our weapons, by the way? No. Okay. They did not. They didn't take nothing from you. In fact, you still have the mushroom and the gravity hand. Oh, neat. That's actually good to know. Um, they put your speeder next to the speeder, uh, the Imperial speeder. <laughs> you don't know. They were preparing the bodies for something, although you're not exactly sure what. The, uh, the pilot says, Welcome to Ulta Bombad, the team city. Now get out. Thanks. Um, when can I expect to be leaving? I mean, do you have, like, a set 
schedule. You used to be asking the boss these sorts of questions. I just thought you had a set schedule for your little bongos there. Come on, let's go. It's not a bus service. You sure? Kind of seemed like a bus driver to me, the way it's he was flying. It's not a flying. bus service. No. Just get moving. Actually, what do you call it when they're flying a thing underwater? Is that still flying? You call it swimming? Piloting? I guess. I mean, you pilot the boat? Yeah, that's true. But I certainly don't call what you are doing piloting. Okay, all right. You know what? Let's <laughs> just walk it off. Walk it off. Fine. Wow. Um, all right, so you walk down the corridor. There's not really a lot of guidance of where to go, so you just sort of follow the lights. Mm. From there, you do spot uh, Baruchuk and his men coming through the air shield. Several of them are wearing the E-11 blaster rifles that uh, were taken from the stormtroopers. Hey, Barhook. He makes a motion with his head for you to follow him. Um, you know, those blaster rifles probably aren't going to be of really any use at all after all that um, water. Let me be asking you something. Sure. Do you have the same perception of the Gungans that most of people do? Uh... Can I roll a xenology to see if I know what a Gungan is? Yep. <laughs> uh, uh, what's it against? See. So I would say average. I'm going to say a black because, I mean, you would think that with Jar Jar being as important as he was in the creation of the clone army, that, you know, what Gungans are would be within the news, right? But what are the uh, Clone Wars, click, though? Click just <laughs> learned what the Clone Wars are. Yeah. So I'm going to say there's a black. Okay, three green versus two purple and a black. Ah, I got a success. I know what a Gungan is. Yes, you do. Um, tell me the Gungan you met one time while you were racing. Um, he was another racer, but he wasn't very good. Um, he just did not have the, the dexterity of the controls and moving that fast on land, you know? Yeah. Like, he, everything flows differently underwater. Like, when you make a turn, like, you can actually assume some sort of flow and drift that does not exist in the air. Right. And uh, he survived. He was a pretty good... He was a he was pretty good in the sense that he survived. He only survived because he went so slow. Yeah, he never placed well. Yeah. Always survived, but, yeah, never placed well. You guys are finishers, but never very high. What's well, Savasa be mean and... Well, like... Take it easy. You're cautious. But you still not think we's dumb. Oh, no. If if he was dumb, he would have just sped on off and died. No, no. Only the dumb ones die. He's not sure what you're talking about. The dumb about and the unlucky. All of that was in your head. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm aware. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> this is quick. Um, so he says, we still know how to refix in the blaster rifles after they have been in the water. Oh. So that's all I'm used to saying. Oh. I've never tried, to be honest. So he leads you through the dim city. This place is pretty depressing. There are little Gungan younglings. There's Gungan families. People uh, carrying fish. Looking as if they're sort of encountering some sort of barter and trade type of economy. But they are definitely refugees of a civilization now crushed to dust. Uh, You know, they live in the houses. A lot of them are living in the houses of the previously wealthy and powerful Gungans. The houses of the bosses, which are now long gone. And you walk quite through quite a bit of the city as you approach the opposite end of the air shield that you entered in on the bongo. 
Uh, anything you want to say or do to anybody while you're taking this long walk? So what happened here? This place looks like a wreck. <laughs> this is what the Imperials be doing. Once the Clone Wars ended, they said take out the Gungans and they crushed them. Oh, oh, I know what those are. What, the Clone Wars? Yeah. <laughs> yes, most of the people be knowing what the Clone Wars are. Uh, oh. Don't take that for granted, sir. <laughs> Most can just be really anything slightly over half of everyone. <laughs> they should be taking the bomb bad starships from orbit and they should be bombarding us. Tobolays are so hot the water boiled. He points behind you guys. That's a crater there used to be one of the biggest cities in all of of the Gungan society. Now there's a this this bubble and that's it. What did the surface do? What's that you be meaning the surface? Well, I mean there's like Whole civilization on the surface. I'm sure he's. Go ahead. I'm sure they weren't happy to have their like ocean shot at. I mean, he, you live here too. He spits on the ground. Das Nabu. Das have been traitors. After all, we saw Gungan do for them. In our time of need, they just turned their backs and they saw almost as bad as the traitor Binks. I could listen to you talk all day. <laughs> <laughs> Any other questions? Oh, no, no, no. Okay. So he takes you to what looks like uh, essentially a back alley. Um, the This end of the air shield is built into a uprising cliff along the ocean floor. Uh, so essentially, if this were on land, it'd be like built into the side of a mountain. Right. And there's a door in front of you. Uh, roll perception at two. No, at one. Doke. Yellow, green versus one. Failure, but two advantages. Um, this door is extra shiny and metally, and none of the other doors have been shiny and metally. Ah, only one that works, huh? He walks up to the side and opens up a computer panel, presses a few keys. The door, the blast door slides open. When you walk into this hallway, you can tell immediately this is new. This has not been here. If you were comparing the Gungan architecture, which is pretty and ornate right. and sort of water-based this is just straight up episode four right purely utilitarian so you're sitting there and uh or you're walking through this area and uh you immediately come across a human who is just pushing by and he's got on a, a uniform and as you enter this control area you are very clearly in some sort of rebel command center oh hey this is nifty uh the Alliance is here on the boot? And underwater, nonetheless. I thought you made bad decisions, Click. <laughs> Me too. So, um, you know, people are kind of looking at you funny. There aren't that many people here. There's maybe three. Right. In this control center. It's a very small control center. So what, are you guys like a listening post or something? Um, hey, uh, Chief Barhook, uh, why did you bring these short guys here? <laughs> Hey, that's culturally insensitive. They should be flying, and they should be good at the flying. You should be saying that we need a good flyer. I'm, we should have brought one. I'm just saying. You know, the Rebel Alliance was be inclusive of all the different races. <laughs> also, they should be saying they know the Maharo. Oh, we yeah, should not yeah, been yeah. hearing from Maharo in a while. No, 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 no. We got him in an elephant statue. <laughs> It's an Ortolan. Oh, really? You can't accuse them of being... They really <laughs> stylized that thing. That did not look like an Ortolan. Oh, boy. I guess I better get the general. So that officer rolls off. 
comes back. Uh, he'll see you over there. Just take the lift up to the next level. Sure. Thanks. Uh, Barhook goes with you up to the next level. Um, and you open up into the a larger control room. Um, Roma computers or uh, knowledge education. Uh, they're all the same thing, so. Alright. Again, Maybe two. two. So three green versus two. Anything yep. else? Nah. Okie doke. Two success and two threats. Okay, this looks like um, it has, like you thought, a listening outpost. A lot of communications equipment. Also, maybe a slicer array? You're not quite sure. In the corner, you see a circular office uh, built out of, you know, transparent steel. And uh, there's two people in there having a discussion. Barhook walks you up toward that, and they open the door. Misa think we'd, have, uh, we'd be having a solution to our problem. The one figure closest to you turns, looks you up and down, and goes, I knew it was only a matter of time before I ran into you again. Uh, is this Quadrix? It's Zek. Oh, it's Zek. The Lanik Jedi Master. Yeah. Oh, hey, Zek. That was fast. Didn't I leave you on a with the, the Armada? No, that's right. We left the kid there, and I dropped you off somewhere else. <laughs> good to see your memory is as good as always. Oh, my memory is terrible. Unless it's about pod racing. I know a lot about that. Um, uh, sorry. Uh, let me introduce myself. I'm, uh, General Eom. He's kind of a young guy for a general, but he's got the, you know, the specific markings for it. I'm the general of this operation. I guess you've, uh, worked for us before, if you know Master Zek. Oh, yeah. Um, I also fought with, uh, alongside the, uh, Liberty Flame... With a Captain Quadrix. Oh, oh, it's you. I flew with Gray Squadron. Yeah, the the pod racer turned fighter ace. Oh, so the ace part became official, huh? Well, you did get five confirmed kills. Awesome. Um, look, I'm sorry to interrupt, but uh, can you explain what's going on here? We were just on a stroll in our airship. We were fishing. Yeah, fishing for these. (laughs) Hold up the thing. Yeah, we were fishing for mushrooms, and um, one second we were, we were being chased by Imperials, and then, you know, Barhook saved us, which I'm really, really grateful for that and all, but why are we being brought here now? Because we have people that are waiting for us, and they're probably getting worried, and honestly, like, getting involved with the Alliance, the last time we did that, it was kind of dangerous. Also, and... there's a good chance we're going to get in trouble for not being there when other people return home. Right, right, sorry. Um, look, uh... Well, if you're sympathetic to our cause, we could really use your help if you really are the um, pod racer ace. Oh yeah, sure. What you got me? What you got for me to fly? Well, um, is that all it takes to convince you to join? I don't. No, it is follow. not. It is definitely not. Uh, we are going to need lots of credits. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> this is not a charity. <laughs> okay, that that makes me feel a little better. Sorry, I really like flying. <laughs> Listen, uh, we we don't have authorization to be making any new contracts at this time. We have a problem of our own. <clears throat> a problem regarding the Aldarinian Armada, hmm, the flotilla. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, right, uh, if you want our help, we need uh, to get a favor from them. We need to be able to meet up. We have another person that needs to uh, lie low. Done. Really? Really? That, that's it? Um, please, General, please, please do not be offended. I turned immediately over to Zek. 
This guy in the up and up, can he do that? I am definitely suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> you're asking me if he can do it? Why would I know? Um, You're a Jedi. And you're with him? And I imagine you know him a little bit. <laughs> Zek, Zek takes a moment to stare very intently at you. Um, Do you attempt to block his mind at all um would i notice it uh that's up to you he did train you to protect your mind by him invading your mind yeah sure let's try that then okay well what's your cool rating two yellow and a green so i'll make it two red and a purple um also give yourself a blue because i'm afraid i for i've been forgetting to do Ah. that yes well you haven't rolled anything yet uh well i did like a knowledge and like or perception. Oh yeah. Ooh, yeah, he's in there. <laughs> oh, he's in there. Sturdy <laughs> success and advantage on a triumph. Yeah. Oh, he's he could make you do jumping jacks if he wanted to. <laughs> but he's not trying to do control. He's probing. Nope. Yep. Yeah, he is. He's going for control. No, he's not trying to control. Oh. No, no, no. He stops staring at you. Oh, okay, right. I guess that sounds suspicious too. If I just straight up to agree with something, but um, I do have connections with the Alderanian flotilla. I have family there, so I know how to get in contact with them. Oh, uh, cool. Great. That, yeah. Wait, we might want also more credit. We also might want more credit, depending on how dangerous this mission is. Yeah, let's hear what the job is first, shall we? He nods. Motions for you to have a seat. I, I, sit, I sit down in a chair, but I make sure I'm facing Zek. Okay. Here's the situation here on Naboo. As you can imagine, there's quite a bit of Imperial knowledge to be gained here. So this is a slicing and listening post. We try to intercept as much transmissions as we can, ferry information out to the rest of the Alliance. We're not really a spec force operation, but people that work here, we're, you know, mental types. We're slicing experts, technical experts, that sort of thing. We can't really, you know, hold our own with a blaster. If we need field work done, we ask Barhook to take his people out and do something assist but we have reason to believe that imperial prototype starships are being held here really we need someone to infiltrate and either get information and sabotage those ships or even better take one of the ships themselves if we can study it take it apart put it back together again then when we fight against it we'll be much better in a much better predicament that sounds pretty risky (laughs) that's why we've had such problems trying to figure out how to do it but Barhook made it sound like your only issue was a pilot. That makes me think you have a way to get in. We should be knowing how to get into the city. We should be knowing how to do the entirety of Naboo. But we should not fly. <laughs> right. Um. Can we contact our captain first? I mean, if you're listening, Post, I'm sure you've got good encrypted channels here, right? Well, yeah, uh, that would be relatively easy to do, especially if you're at Maharo's place. We are at Maharo's place. Um, our place now. We have the deed. Oh, um, okay then. <laughs> um, so I probably want to call back to the base first. Okay. See um, if they she's back yet. Let you out of the office and they point you out to a terminal where you can talk in private. So the little hollow projector fires up. You see a tiny Reina. Where are you people? Hey, Captain. Oh no, you never say it like that when unless you have something you've done. Hey, we didn't do anything. We were f- fetching the bio-glowy fish for Trixel. Oh, I see. 
Um, well, then where are you? Are you hurt? Are you all right? Oh, we're fine. Right, guys? You're good? Right? Oh, I am not getting involved in this But you feel fine, well, right? Like, physically? Oh, yes. We are healthy and emotionally stable. Yeah, we're healthy and emotionally stable. You know, down the Gungans have been very nice to us. The Gungans? Where are you? Um, okay. Good news and better news. What do you want to hear first? Oh, just stop dancing around it and tell me. Okay, well, we found an well, we found a rebel uh outpost down here. <laughs> <laughs> um also Zek, you remember the Jedi Zek? He's here too. What? Um there's How did they There's a rebel general down here that says that he has family on the <laughs> on the uh, flotilla and that it would be pretty easy for him to get us a favor done. What do they want us to do in return? Well, that's the trickier part. We need to go uh, either take pictures of, steal specs of, destroy, or steal an Imperial prototype vessel. Oh. But. By all the moons of Corellia. But my buddy Barhook here. Barhook, come over here for a second. He leans into the picture. Hi, this is Barhook. Uh, Barhook says that he and his people can get us into the city no problemo, but no one can fly. So I'm thinking I sneak in with them. I get the ship, we fly it back out, and we're good to go. Huh? She hesitates for a very long time. Click, I'm not sure you're in the right mental space for this. What do you mean, mental space? Click, you haven't stopped tapping your fingers since you started this transmission. What's wrong with you? This machine is trickier. It requires tapping to keep it going. (laughs) I would like to roll deception. (laughs) Okay, go ahead. Uh, and it's deception uh-huh. against uh, two purple. That's all she has? In discipline, yes. Oh. Um, I'm going to give you a black, though, because she's used to your tricks. And also another black because, again, I'm still terrified. Oh, yeah, that's right. So two green versus two purple and two black. That feels better. Two success and two and three threats. You want to do a mission for a group that requires a tapping machine. <laughs> Wait, is there literally going to be no reaction from Jinko or Tazi? No, they are. They don't want to get involved <laughs> in this conversation. They are not even nearby. They have left. They're like looking around. Yeah, like talking to people. Look, they're Gungans, okay? This is how they operate. Click, you haven't really recovered from what happened before. I'm fine. And I know you've Look been at me. The suit's fine. And- I'm fine. I just flew like three missions. We're good. You've been trying to hide it, and we've been trying to ignore it, but if you're going to put your life in serious danger, as well as the lives of others... How is this different from any honest. other time, Captain? The missions you've done have been to fetch mushrooms and fly ships close to the Naboo starfighters, which are not particularly dangerous. No, no, no. How is this different from any other mission that we have flown? I am the, constantly the, putting myself in danger. The difference is you. You are not acting like yourself. So what? You want us to just walk away from this chance? Tell the rebels, thank you for your assistance, but no thanks. We'll try to find another person to get us in touch with the flotilla. Good luck with your endeavors, and we hope the Imperials don't kill you too hard. I'm only saying... She's very frustrated because you have her. (laughs) Captain, this is the best chance we're going to find for a long time. And Trixel is not safe with us. If I'm not safe with me, she's definitely not safe with us. Let's agree... To make a plan together before we agree to take on the mission. I called you, didn't I? 
Let's meet with them here. Yeah, they seem to be very familiar with that place. I think Maharo's with the Alliance. That would not surprise me in the slightest. <laughs> okay, well, I'll see what I can do. At least Barhook, maybe not the general, but someone underneath him. Maybe Zek. I don't know. Zek doesn't seem to really want to be here, even. Hmm. Peculiar. Find out more about that if you can. Yeah, sure. Should be easy. Give me Tazi on the line before you sign off. All right. Tazi, you're up. Okay, so she takes the, the spot. Are you going to listen in or are you going to just go talk to the people? Uh, I'm probably going to go straight up to Zek. Okay. What's your deal? What do you mean, what's my deal? What's your deal? What are you doing here? This is a listening I... post. They don't need a warrior here. Why are you in such turmoil? You're in turmoil. By the way, if you're wondering if I'm doing that Jedi thing where I'm asking a question I already know the answer to, I am. Oh, I know. I am very aware. Well, I... you spent so much time in there. You tell me. Huh? What you got, so buddy? My, my training didn't help. It, it kind of did. But what am I supposed to do? She's a criffin inquisitor. <laughs> you say that like it's a, like you're talking about the boogeyman or some kind of horrifying hut monster. Or the great beaten fish. Yeah, whatever your legends talk about. You know what I think inquisitors are? What? Impetuous little padawans. Very strong impetuous padawans then. Your problem with Wink might be solvable. Yeah, we just need to kill her. I agree, but not here. Let's talk when we have a little more privacy. Yeah. Hey, you want to come to Maharo's house? This is a weird place for you to be. Sounds like a good place for a little privacy. Oh, believe me, we've got way too much space. <laughs> so we cut through all the boring stuff, uh, and you take another bongo back to the surface. <laughs> uh, and as you suggested, the team is exactly what you said. Barhook and a couple of his people, Zek and you, all return back to Maharo's house. When you see Reyna, she is not wearing her smuggler's coat and her jaunty blaster holster. She's wearing what would pass for formal drawl wear uh, that you'd see like in the upper societies of Coruscant. Nobility clothes. Oh yes, very much so. It's like a one. It's like a tunic style. It's uh, kind of a light gold color that augments her cream-colored fur very nicely. Huh. A very delicate white lace that you can barely see unless the light catches it just right. Well, I thought I was going to be bringing the interesting news, but I suppose you once again surprised me, Click. Hey, we went out to go get whatever this is. I hold it up. Oh, you got it! I can't believe you got it! <laughs> she runs, <laughs> snatches it, and runs away. Bye, Trixel. Is she gonna eat it? <laughs> Tazi, that is culturally insensitive. <laughs> Do you not... How, how long have you spent with the captain? You should truly understand the dietary habits of the drawl. You were the one that was asking the question. I was just asking it for you so you could know. Actually, I was planting that question in your head so that you would ask it. I'm surprised you ran with it as far as you did. Can we get to the point of all of this? Yeah. What were you doing, Captain? <laughs> <laughs> it's not for mixed company, if you understand my meaning. Oh, yeah. We'll wait till Jinko leaves later. <laughs> uh, Kobe's there. Does Rusty attend the meeting? No. I feel like Rusty is super attached to that ship. Okay, he's uh, back at the ship, kind of tuning it up again. 
Uh, so Kobe is Kobe doing his astromech thing? Like, don't look at me. I'm just an astromech. He goes up to a random panel, plugs in, turns it left and right, and then unplugs and then rolls off. <laughs> <laughs> you know, normal astromech things. Okay. So let's discuss the situation, shall we? Wisa Gungan. He pounds his chest. Wisa have a Wisa be having a way to get into the city. And he plugs in a hollow projector. It shows a map of one of the Naboo cities. Again, very similar to feed and structure. Lots of domes, lots of wide streets, lots of white stone. Yeah. He points at a fountain. There's a being a waterway that goes through here. Over here, he points at a large hangar structure. This would be where the ship is being holded. We said get the pilot man in, he fly the ship away. What kind of ship are we talking about here? That's what we said not know. The rebel's not knowing either. Well, how sure can you be that your path ends fine if you've never seen it? I mean, how do you even know it's still in that bay? He uh, pushes another button on the hollow projector and it shows red dots. And there are dozens of them. That's a be how many troopers be, be holding the place. Ah. Okay. That makes a good amount of sense. From a tactical perspective, it also seems like a good place to keep a ship. It's not in feed, the capital. The hangar is over a waterfall, so if you needed to scuttle a thing, you just need a, one good push to push it over the edge. Um, a very good push. The Imperials have the way, have means to do such a thing. The question is, how big of a starship are we talking about? It could be a fighter, it could be a freighter, it could be a shuttle. But my guess would be fighter. Really? You think they'd keep a prototype here on Naboo? Hmm, there's a certain amount of sense in that. This is the Emperor's home planet, and if it were in the latest stages of prototyping, they would often bring things to the Emperor to inspect personally before they were employed in the field. You guys don't think the Emperor's here right now, do you? Everyone kind of looks at each other. There's no way to know that. But all the more reason we should get moving on this quickly. Right. It's in a simple plan except for the number of troopers and uh, no flying. Well, now the only problem is the number of troopers. Yes, and one way would be to make sure that troopers never sees you in the first place. The other way is we make sure we kill them all. Well, so far your, your plan of getting me into there has only gotten me into the fountain. Do you not have anything else we can do? Getting you into the fountain takes us you through through the outer wall and the outer shield. From there, the plan only to fight. Now, is this part of the city used primarily by the Imperials, or is there, like, civilians? Hmm. That's not a question Misa know very well. Many of the things of the city no longer the same. Gotcha. Well, are we thinking of trying to bluff our way in? Well, yeah. I mean, we're definitely not going to shoot our way in. That's be ridiculous. Unless... And Tazi zooms out on the hollow projection. We take out the shield. Okay. We do have a very stealthy spaceship now. Right. One with Maybe no power. To... One with no firepower. Maybe all we have to do is, you know, snuggle up right to the hangar bay and help someone hops out and steals the other ship. Hmm. That might work. That still requires a lot of lot of moving pieces that I just do not see working well. We would need a distraction, some sort of problem that the Imperials were trying to fix. Okay, so here's here's the situation as it is. We would need to create a distraction at one part of the city, right? And then in another part of the city, we would need to destroy the shield generator, right? And then at the hangar bay, we'd have to fly in 
and be able to pick someone up, or rather drop someone off, and then they can steal a fighter. Those two ships fly off, the people, the children have left by now, and then the distraction can try to escape. Three strike teams, and all we have are the might of the Gungans behind it. Right. We are prepared to die for this. We are hate the Empire. We are make doing anything to stop their rule. I don't know how much the fighter is going to stop their rule. I mean, I appreciate the sentiment, but you have to watch out for yourselves a little bit. You can't be ready to die for every tiny mission. Hmm. We also have an a Jedi, points at Zek. Well, yeah, I imagine he'll be able to take care of the generator pretty easily. Hmm. Or would you... No, I don't want to use you for the distraction. That'd be the worst idea. <laughs> I wouldn't even let you do it if you wanted to. Well, can you take care of a shield generator? Well, of course I could. Oh, but is this the best plan? Well, the stormtroopers could... certainly aren't going to believe I'm there to inspect the prototype vehicle. Look, you wanted to bluff your way through this, right? That's normally what I try to do. Um, For the record, though, uh, that usually fails and usually results in me actually getting into a firefight. Still, what if you could just convince the Imperials to deliver it to us? Um, that would be great. One of those, please. <laughs> <laughs> then all you really have to do is, fud- is to falsify some orders. Um, I imagine the entire crew of the Spice Wolf looks at each other. Um, we tried to do that recently. I'm aware, but if a couple of us get into where the upper echelons of Imperial administration work, we could actually get a sealed order to transfer that fighter onto a different ship. Maybe one of yours, for example. Hmm. Then all you have to do is smuggle it out of here. And you're good at smuggling, aren't you? We've been doing pretty good. I think. I'm not sure either of our ships are large enough to accommodate a starfighter. We'd have to get another one. Something a little bigger. I mean, it's possible, though, right? I mean, there's a spaceport here. We could probably wrangle it up, a, up enough credits to buy another ship. Or we could just steal it. Wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> they high-five. <laughs> <laughs> um, how, how much does Kobe want to do that? How much does he want to steal a ship? Yeah. I don't know. It's been a while since you've stolen something, and he's got an itch now. I, I feel like he'd be fairly supportive of that. I think as the rest of them are continuing to talk about the plan, they just sneak out. That sounds like something they would do. Okay, so that's happening. They're sneaking out. They both kind of stare at each other a little bit too long, and then they start inching their way out of the meeting. <laughs> so back to that meeting... Alright, so we have a couple of options. First, a full-scale infiltration to try to get Click undetected into the hangar bay where he can take the ship out. Second, a full a three-pronged assault in order to drop off Click in order for him to fly out with a hangar bay and cause some mayhem, pandemonium, and havoc to the Imperials. Third, we falsify the orders in order to try to trick the Imperials to giving us the ship willingly. Each has its merits and its downfalls. Which do you have the best feeling about, Captain? I would much prefer the third option. It would give us the ability to pull out of the mission if necessary without with minimum casualties and allow us a second try later. Right, but what sort of effort would be needed to get a sealed order? We'd have to sneak in, but sneaking into the bureaucratic center is a little bit easier than sneaking into a completely fortified uh, prototype arena. So I could do it with you. You and me. I mean, that would be the best. 
All right. Sure. Hmm. We shall be taking this back to the general, and then we shall be talking to you tomorrow. Agreed. Er. Yes, I agree as well. Having some time to think on the matter is always the best interest. Really? I find it best to just go for it. I mean, the more you think about it, the greater chance that she you'll back you out. She gives you one of those looks that says, click, now is the time to stop talking. Hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so the Gungans leave Zek oddly enough stays he goes to stand on the balcony overlooking the lake Tazi gives out a huff I am exhausted I can't believe this day I'm going to my room I'm going to play some music <laughs> just everyone leave me alone until tomorrow <laughs> she just walks out bye Tazi uh, so you're standing there with Reyna so um, what were you working on Oh, nothing. Nothing important. No, 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 no. You said no mixed company. It cannot get any less mixed than it is right now. She hands you a data pad. What's this? The transference deed for the smuggler's ace. Congratulations, Captain. What? I transferred the name of the ship into yours. I hope you don't mind. Well, no, of course not. I mean, I just... It's an unexpected. Why would you do that? I mean, thank you, Well, but... I mean, let's face it, there was no way you were going to let anyone else pilot it. I don't think anyone else could. <laughs> <laughs> and furthermore, I mean, you've been a huge change for this crew, Click. We wouldn't be anywhere near accomplishing any of our goals without you. You're very important, and if I'm going to expand, well, I suppose I've turned myself into a smuggler, and so if this is going to be a smuggling ring, I need people I can count on. I can't keep acquiring ships and expect to captain them all myself, now can I? Well, you could. No, I believe the wolf is going to still be a, a useful vessel, just not the same way the ace is. And I think the types of missions the ace can take, you're going to be better suited for being in charge. Well, yeah, I mean, come on, the wolf is a... Battle Stallion. The, uh, ace here is more like a swallow. More like something that zips in and out. I would agree. Of course, with me being in charge of two ships, I believe that means you have to call me Admiral now. Uh, I didn't realize we were that structured, Admiral. (laughs) Oh, we're not. I was just joking. (laughs) Still, I know you're... Of course, willing to do all of this to protect Trixel, even though you have no reason to do so. But I'm going to point out one last time, now that you have your own ship, you don't need to do this. We can turn our back on all of it, or you can. I'll figure out Trixel myself. I don't understand the question. I mean, we literally have a solution. Why would we abandon it? Because it's dangerous, and the more we keep getting entangled with the Alliance, the more I feel like... That we're inevitably going to be stuck with them. Captain, we are already being hunted by an Inquisitor. That's really eating at you, isn't it? It should be eating at you! (laughs) I suppose I've already resigned myself to the fact that I will probably die by an assassin or a bounty hunter. But that's not something you should be dealing with, either. Oh, we're way too late for that. I definitely have a bounty. Yes, I suppose so. Well, we do have a couple of logistical problems with our new smuggling ring. We're going to need more crew. At least we have a second astromech droid. Yeah, dibs on Kobe. (laughs) Oh, I wouldn't imagine it otherwise. As for Rusty, he seems quite capable. Yeah, Kobe says he's really growing into his new role. As subordinate, you mean? Well, that's what he means. (laughs) (laughs) Where is Kobe? Anyway. I don't know. Where's anyone? Fair point. 
And don't worry, if Rusty gets out of hand, I'll just put a restraining bolt on him. I don't know if he'll let you. Kobe's been telling him things. <laughs> giving him tracts. Oh boy. Well, we should think on the plan, although if you really think the infiltration to get the new orders is an order, it will work, then all we need to do is figure out how to get another ship. We have the credits for it. I'll head over to town in the morning and see if I can scrounge up some leads. Yeah, I think Zek and I can do it. I think so, too. Seems like he wants to talk to you about something, though. Yeah, I know. I'm thinking about pushing him off the balcony and seeing what he does. Oh, I would not recommend that. Not even a little bit. I know. You saw he killed those two bounty hunters in one move? But a Chadra fan can dream, Captain. A Chadra <laughs> fan can dream. Okay, so Raina heads off to go do whatever she does. Probably entertain Trixel for a little while. You gonna go talk to Zek? Yeah. Okay. Um, I I walk I walk out like the little archway to the balcony where he is, and I stop in the archway for a second, and I seriously contemplate trying to try to tackle him off the edge, <laughs> but I shake my head real like for a second, and I stand next to him. That was a good choice. It wouldn't have worked. What wouldn't have worked? Pushing me over the balcony. Makes you think that. I can read your mind, Kachak. Believe me, you're easy to read. Like an open book. You're easy to read. Am I? Then what am I doing here? Um, you wanted to talk to me. Which is why I'm here. See? Open, shut, <laughs> return to the library. <laughs> How serious are you about killing your Inquisitor problem? Deadly. He looked over his shoulder for a second before responding. No one's here. There's another reason I would want us to go into the bureaucratic area. What's that? You see, the Emperor used to have artifacts over there. And I don't know if you've heard this rumor before, but the Emperor is a Sith Lord. A what? No. Oh. Jeez. A Sith Lord? Hmm. He briefly explains the difference <laughs> between Jedi and Sith. Oh, you mean dark guys. Right. Basically, imagine you're Inquisitor, but a hundred times more powerful. Right, right. Okay, same page. We're there. Got it. Go. I believe that he has artifacts and papers, tomes of knowledge, things of great importance that he left here on Naboo for safekeeping. I want to go investigate to see if it, the rumors there are true. If I can get these items, it'll help us track down your little Inquisitor friend. How will it help us track her down? You don't need to worry about that. I'll just say what my masters used to say and say, The Force works in mysterious ways. That's weird. And not helpful, which is why I said it. <laughs> I know. If you really want to kill her, I will help you. I have no qualms with extinguishing these false Jedi from the universe. I think we can get her together. Besides, we'll bring peace to the universe again, right? <laughs> You're trying to make me sound like that's something I care about. What do you care about? I care about making sure that all every Jedi I ever knew who was executed during 66 gets revenge. Well then, one step closer. This is a, yeah, a good start. I want to make sure that people like Mariana, they have a decent chance. That they can try to rebuild a better Jedi Order without having to worry about ghosts of the past hunting them down. I'll find every Sith Lord, Sith Apprentice, and Sith Wannabe and kill them. That's admirable, right? My teachers wouldn't think so. But you could just... My comrades wouldn't think so. But you just spent like five minutes explaining to me why they were the opposite of you. Except that the actions I want to take are exactly the same as them. A Jedi is not supposed to give in to hate or anger or revenge. Well, how do you stop them then? That's exactly the problem I've been having. I'll keep doing this until one of them eventually beats me and then I'll be dead. Let the Force sort the rest of it out. Wow. 
He wants to force you a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you say? Are we in? Let's do it. Good. Tomorrow I'll push for that for that plan with the Gungans and with the general. I'm pretty sure I can get them to agree. Well, yeah. The lowest risk for them? I can't see why they wouldn't. It's going to be a lot of risk for us, though. Trying to get into the Emperor's old chambers will be very heavily guarded, more so than the bureaucratic area we initially infiltrate. Yeah, but to them, I'm expendable, and I'm sure they're not really positive why you're around. <laughs> Good point. All right, Click. I'll see you tomorrow. He heads back inside. Will Jinko and Kobe steal a ship? Will Zek and Click find a way to kill Wink? Tune in next week to find out. In the meantime, if you like the show, please leave us a rating and review. The more reviews, the more people see the show, so it really helps us out. Silhouette Zero is a production of the Ing Brothers. Follow us on Twitter at SilZeroChris and at SilZeroMatt, that's S-I-L-Z-E-R-O, and join in our wacky conversations. You can hear more of me as Mandalorian Commando Matsu Ordo on Heroes of the Hiding Way at thehidingway.com. Music this week is from Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com. Questions or suggestions can be sent to SillZeroPodcasts at gmail.com. Until next time, don't underestimate the Gungans, and may the Force be with you. <laughs>